Thank you for calling Lipstone Insurance Group. This is Joey Ann. Can I speak to Josh, please? He's actually on another line. Hold on, hold on Joey. He, yeah. I believe he just got off the phone, okay? Hold okay. on for one second. Yep. Thank you. Hi, Joey. How are you? Josh Lipstone. How you doing? I'm doing well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. No, no. I'm, I'm just excited about my website and my blog. It's coming up on my one-year anniversary of my website, so I have to start thinking about what it's been like for the last year. I have seen a pretty big increase in, in traffic, which is good. Number of page views and number of leads that I get from my website, so that's exciting. That is exciting, and well done, Josh. You should be proud. And that was my buddy Josh Lipstone over at the Lipstone Insurance Group talking about his year-long journey into you know blogging and his website and, and his content and the results that he has seen with the efforts that he has put forth and it's always nice when you can stop look back and see that hey i chose to do a thing and it actually kind of worked a little bit sort of and you know again we i, I talked to josh you know it's been a while now and this is going to be probably one of his, actually, this is going to be not one of the last episode that we hear Josh on the show for a while, as I'm, I'm out of solid material. So it's going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge. We're going to jump around a little bit, but we're going to hit some important topics along the way. And the, the one thing that you know, kind of runs through this whole thing is, is understanding you know, what you've done, what you need to do, and, and how to kind of move forward with it all. And the idea of sticking with something for a year and seeing you know results and seeing success and, and enjoying that success and, and results and figuring out maybe how to improve is always key it's always crucial now don't get too creative way because i've had have i have had conversations with josh to where again this is very easy to get caught up in when you are creating this content and when you're when you when you are excited about something, and yes, you should be excited about you know, you know, doing something for a year and, and getting results and, and things like that. However, you always need to check yourself at the door when thinking, do my clients really care? I think that's kind of a big question to always stop and ask yourself when you get into the, the content game, the email game, and this might even you know kind of reach back to the last episode we talked about, you know, we did with Billy Vangera of, you know, are you doing stupid stuff you don't need to? And it's always asking yourself, do my clients care? And yeah, you care an awful lot about it, but is it really going to improve making, uh, you know, helping them make a better decision with their insurance? Uh, because if it's not, then chances are you might not need to bother with it unless it's like, you know, you're, you're at a, you know, an event, uh, like a company, like you're throwing like a customer appreciation event and you want to slip it in, fine, sure, maybe. But I mean, to go out of your way to think somebody's gonna really, um, you know, send you balloons, flowers, and a cake, I don't know if that's gonna happen. And, and, and again, it's that, it's that thing that needs to, to always be in the back of your mind. And, and then you need to ask yourself, you know, once you've asked yourself if, if, if they care or not, then it's, well, how do I get better? How do I make them care about this thing? And usually by making them care, you're creating stuff that they actually care about. 
and trying to figure out how to continue to blog, do it consistently, but make it so that it's something people actually want to read rather than forcing them to read. It's never really good to force anybody to do anything. I mean, I think, unless maybe like if they're eating, you know, unless they're not eating, you know, like a hunger strike, you know, maybe then you might want to shove a breadstick down somebody's throat. But forcing somebody to read an insurance-related piece of content, that's not going to go well. And again, coming back to the, you know, do they care or not question, I think that is also, you know, coming along the lines of force or, you know, not force. It's terrible English today. It's been a very long day of health insurance conversations. So my apologies if my English language chops are, are slowly diminishing. However, it takes a certain mindset, a mentality, a dedication to, again, create the content that people want to read. Because sometimes what they want and what you're able or comfortable to give them are not the same thing. And that's where you just need to, and this is, uh, I don't have a problem with this, obviously, as uh, I, I'm willing to say things that, you know, throw people under the bus on an occasion. And that, that's what we have to be willing to do as insurance people. You know, we are willing to throw people under the bus in private meetings all day long saying, yeah, that company, not so much. However, when, you know, we are asked to stand up in front of the class and do it, the class being your blog, well, we just start, you know, brown nosing and kissing people in places that we normally wouldn't, right? That is something that we cannot do. And that's where you, are, again, are able to create something that they would care about and ultimately not have to force them into reading and or consuming. They will actively, you know, do it themselves and they will willingly find their way to you. And you'll get voice messages like this one. Hi, Joey. I will be going over to your website to schedule a phone appointment. I just wanted to thank you very much for the blogs you've posted online for the first time in my life. I find myself without uh, my employer covering my health insurance, so it's definitely daunting, and your blogs have been very helpful, so thank you for that, and I will head over now to schedule a phone appointment. Thank you very much. All right, I'm not, hold on, just, just, I know, I know I'm not putting that in there to show you how awesome I am, even though I might be a little bit awesome, just a little bit. I'm showing you that I'm putting this in here because this is the reward that is at the end of the tunnel, the content tunnel, the what you get after a year, after two years, after three years, after four years is a lot of voicemails like that of people just following every direction that you give them. And they're just so appreciative and grateful and nice about what it is that you're, you're selling them. And as you heard one thing, one first, she said, Hey, uh, you know, she just left me a voicemail, never talked to that person before. And, um, says, Hey, you know, I'm just leaving you this voicemail here, but I'm actually going to go book a time on your calendar. So I don't have to call her back. She's going to tell me when she's going to be ready for me to call her back. And then two, she mentions three or four times how grateful and thankful she is for the information that she has received on our blog and the articles that she has written, uh, read. And, that is what you have to look forward to when you can not force them to read it, right? That's when you know you're doing it right. When you have that phone call experience, you have won, my friend. The only challenge is you just have to keep doing it. I think for me, my biggest challenge is the editing part. I don't know. I don't think I'm great on video, but I'm comfortable enough to where, you know, if you said, Josh, make a video right now, I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm comfortable enough 
sitting in front of the camera talking and, and doing that. Mine is getting the video, putting it into whatever Adobe program, which I don't, even though I'm subscribed to all of them. I hope, hold on, Josh. Wait a second. Are you telling me that you have the entire Adobe Creative Cloud subscription and you're not currently using it? That's a luxury most content creators would aggressively assault you for, for not taking advantage of. Before I fully express that jealousy and rage most people might be feeling right now, how long ago did you sign up for this thing? Uh, well, I signed up for it when I bought all the equipment and I haven't set up the equipment yet. Well, when did you buy the equipment? Like a month and a half ago. All right, I'm gonna take a deep breath. That's not terrible. I can live with that. Um, however, you might just want to get on using that. And actually, he has. If you've listened to any previous shows, you know that Josh is uh, actively involved in in adding video to his arsenal of his his skills. And his website is well over a year old now, or his blog is well over a year old now. I just like to have fun with editing sometimes. Just give me a break. It gets boring. Just give me a break. However, you might be curious as to, well, Josh said he, he bought it when he bought the equipment. And this is really quickly, I guess one thing to be careful of in Josh is if I know one thing about Josh, he is slightly guilty of being overly prepared so much so that he's prepared too early. And again, he had a slew of equipment and uh, tools available to him before he was ready to execute. And that sometimes can mean disaster occasionally. You know, if, if you jump into something and and, and you, but you see it sitting on the shelf too long. And then by the time you're ready to, you know, kind of get into it, you either bought the wrong stuff or you figured out you've wasted this, that, or the other. But, uh, just to let you know, I thought, you know, we always like to talk a little bit of gear. One of the most, um, you know, most popular questions I get is, is like, Hey, what stuff should I get? I've definitely outlined that. in I think a couple different podcasts, but I think episode two of the show, uh, how to get a video state of mind or something like that. Um, I, I lay out everything that I currently use in my setup, but let's hear what Josh, what kind of shopping spree he went on. A Canon Rebel something, a Rebel T5i. So everything in total between the camera, the lights, the green screen, battery pack, all that stuff, it was like 800 bucks. What kind of uh, microphone did you buy though, Josh? It's a Rodee VideoMic Go microphone. Not bad, Josh. I mean, I have to say, not bad. Uh, it, this is your true litmus test as to the stomach that you have for video. Now, if you heard Josh say I spent $800 and you're sitting there climbing up a wall, well, you might need to uh, look yourself in the mirror and take a deep breath and are you cut out for video, right? Because while $800 is definitely more than I might recommend somebody starting out spending, and again, especially there's you know $0 budget options of just using your iPhone, yes, that's available. Uh, I might suggest something in the, you know, two to 300 range, maybe 500 range. Josh, you know, chose to buy like a real camera and things like that. It's not that much money, right? In the grand scheme of things. And this is the one thing that I guess being an agent myself and, you know, talking with my dad and my uncles, it seems like we are allergic to investing in things that are going to make us more money, right? Um, how many sales do you have to make to recoup that $800, right? Um, my guess is, is that's what two or three sales. So, you know, if you make videos that make you 30, 40, 50 sales, I would say it's a pretty decent business expense. And I don't know why we can't look at it that way. Um, again, that's 800. So you're obviously the more you spend, the more, more sales you have to make up to, to earn that money back. But that's something that's just going to keep on bringing in the money, right? 
because video doesn't stop, right? It's just there. It's always working for you 24-7. If you read uh, this past week's newsletter, you know, I talked about how I spent the majority of last week in the hospital. Easy. Everybody's fine. Um, the little guy finally arrived. And so it's one of the busiest weeks, you know, my videos were working for me that entire time I was in the hospital. I was having people book times on my schedule and be 95% of the way ready to make a purchasing decision. And that is what, you know, your investment, that's everything that goes into that investment. That's your, 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 your giving yourself more time. You're giving yourself easier access to sales. And that's what you have to look at when you're jumping in, when you're starting something from scratch, like Josh, you know, started the show out talking about his blog and his website and looking at the results that he's seen to stepping into something new like video and the investment, not just time, but money, all of it adds up and you have to really look at it. You have to take a good look, a good step back and say, what in the world have I accomplished? What do I need to accomplish moving forward? How do I keep making it better? And you can't be afraid to invest in yourself to do something that is ultimately going to make you more money than what you had today. After not sleeping more than four or five hours over the course of like five or six days, it still left my brain a little scattered. I'm surprised I even made it through that episode. Uh, however, when you have a kid, it's, it's nice that... Uh, uh, everyone's just kind of happy, right? It's like that and Christmas, right? Like the only, only two days of the year where just everybody is legitimately happy. There's no reason to not be happy. I guess depending on the circumstances and how much you may like your the person, you know, the better half that you're having a kid with, your family might like him. That's obviously interesting. I had a run-in with a family or I guess a kid who was trying to go see his kid and they wouldn't let him in the hospital see the kid because I don't know, I didn't get into it. These birthplaces, they have you, you know, they have it like locked down like a freaking prison. Like they don't let people in around. Anyways, Wow, that was a side rant tangent. I'm not even quite sure what happened there. Point is, I guess what you just saw was the display of the fragmented mind that I have been dealing with and trying to keep it all together to sell health insurance during this uh, crazy last few weeks of uh, open enrollment deadline for you. Know, what I want to say is, I guess, uh, if you have a chance and you're looking for something new here coming up in the beginning of the year and something that we have seen quite a bit of uh, momentum on over the last month or two is the mastermind. If you want to kind of find a group of people that you can share your inner thoughts with and, and not feel like you're crazy and have them support you and be one of your own, then that's definitely where you should kind of check it out, right? Go to growprogram.com slash mastermind to, to do that. And like I said, it's it's a definitely an exclusive group of agents that get to share stuff with each other and have a whole lot of fun realizing that they're not the only ones that want to do something different. <laughs>